Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Sarah Keyword. And I'm Mickey Elferman. And this is Thank Fuck For That, a podcast in which we hear stories from our guests about the moments in their lives that might have changed everything. Whether they are huge near misses or small, seemingly insignificant choices, we all have stories that we look back on and wonder, what if? Our guests will bring us their best Thank Fuck For That moment so we can delight in how different their lives could have been. Sarah, how you doing? I'm okay. I'm okay. I, uh... I'm 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 glad that the weather is cooling down. Yeah. So it's I, been a fucking hot week. It's been really hot here in London. It's been 40 degrees. And the I, hottest I just, yeah, the hottest ever. day in UK history ever. Yeah. That but may, that's fine. That's surely not a problem that uh any you know that it, that's fine. That's it's that's natural. That's actually natural. Yeah. There was an ice age who says there shouldn't be a fire age. <laughs> yeah, and we'll do wind age when we're in our <laughs> 80s. <laughs> How are you? Yeah, I I genu- I really struggled. I don't yeah. do well with heat and uh I feel like I genuinely feel like those two days where it was like 40 degrees I I, I think I I don't remember. I don't remember. You just, you just blacked out. I think I, bl- I genuinely blacked out. I was getting really angry at all the like Twitter threads that were like here are my top tips for uh, like it'd be like I'm an Australian and here's my top ten tips for keeping cool in the heat wave, and generally it would be move to Australia where we have aircon in mm. our homes, yeah, or have a pool in your back garden, yeah. It's the amount of times somebody told me to put a flannel in the freezer and sleep with it on my did head. Did you do it? Yeah, I did. Yeah, <laughs> of course I Because that was the thing. I was like, I did do all of them. Yeah, I tried every single yeah, one. Yeah, that was not. Any more comfortable? No, I was just damp in the bed yeah. with a hot flannel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm just there with a like it was like go to bed in a in a wet t-shirt, and you're like, that's uncomfortable for 
like like it's Many cold reasons. for about three minutes and then it's wet and warm you know what i had this morning i uh, i woke up with a, a hangover and i did not drink last night but it was exactly the same it was exactly the same um the same kind of symptoms headache, yeah same dehydration symptom, because it was dehydration Christ. and i was like My- i genuinely for, when i woke up i was like did i forget like did i drink last what like, the hell I, did i do did last what night did i do and then i was just like oh no i've just lost so much like body moisture fluids body moisture body yeah body water um that uh yeah that body, i had the same wet. symptoms as a hangover that's insane that is insane so does that mean that drink water kids yeah drink water kids so does that mean that like hangovers are just bullshit dehydration and yeah but then there's the added like now i didn't it's gone now and normally it wouldn't be gone already okay because i'm old so it would be like normally it would last till like 6 p.m you'd be like screaming and crying yeah but whereas now it's like i don't have the the fact that you know i probably did go through rem sleep what's that well (laughs) (laughs) who's rem what do you know (laughs) who's rem sleep rem the band rem yeah that's like the last stage of your sleep They've got an album like, called Sleep. Everybody hurts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's REM sleep? What do you mean? As in the thing you just said. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> I'm very confused because I I thought you were uh, making fun of me, but you genuinely don't know what. No, REM I sleep don't know. I'm just asking a question. Oh, man, the education system in this country is honestly. <laughs> yeah, especially really with worrying. me. You don't know where any countries are or what REM sleep. I is. don't retain information, Mickey. Oh, this might just be a. I've got your name you. written on my hand. Yeah, <laughs> Mickey, friend. Yeah. <laughs> There's a little drawing of you. <laughs> that was the date good. we met. That's actually really, brief a... bit of context. <laughs> Boyfriend Patrick. You're like that guy in Prison Dutch Break, where like mark. all of yeah. your body is just like hints about but, people you've met. But it's all about you. <laughs> It's so so it's like you can retain information but just nothing about me no. everything about me is just like one it's ear just in one not ear memorable at all oh, i know oh it's a real problem mm. uh real quick uh for everyone uh rem sleep that's the last stage of your sleep it's like really important but you don't get it when you drink so so okay so it's the final stage yeah it's so is it the like, deep sleep yeah is that the one the deepest of sleepers the deepest of sleepers. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Is I'm it? not a scientist. Okay. Well, you should be. Yeah. Because um, you're sounding <laughs> pretty really, smart right now. This is part of the podcast where Sarah tells me, please get a different job. You're not good at this. Retrain, Mickey. <laughs> Retrain. Okay, Rishi. <laughs> um, well, today we've got uh, just a very exciting podcast, uh, I think. We've got Bobby Mayer on. Bobby Mayer is mm-hmm. a fantastic comedian. He's a writer. Is he an actor? Does he act? No. But he is... (laughs) (laughs) He is a personality. He's a personality, all right. Yeah. He's a host. He's done hosting. Mm -hmm. He was on... um, He's he's a reality show... Voice. Participant. Yeah. (laughs) Killer Camp. Killer Camp. No, but he had his own reality show. Oh, yeah. With Harriet. Bobby and Harriet get married. Get married. How did that end? Divorce. But he's fantastic, and we're very excited. I'm a little apprehensive about what his stories are going to be. He seemed very excited about it, so that's probably... uh... I think that these stories could be absolutely wild. Mm. Let's get him in there. If the podcast is five minutes, this means uh, we have cut. (laughs) (laughs) That we've died. But 
Let's find out. Welcome, the Bobby. Podcast. Welcome the to the podcast. Thank fuck for that. You're very kind people, and I love having you here. Uh, in this. Wait, are, have you made it clear on the podcast that you're in my house? <laughs> no, but you know that's. I think we should. We're well, pret- it's weird we're, to be in my own house. We're pretending this is our house. <laughs> you can't pretend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wait. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in my own house. No, like a I say. When, Thank you for being in I our say house. When I when I built this podcast studio, yeah, yeah. in mine and Sarah's shared house, it's just such a funny lie to your listeners yeah. to not tell them. The next guest, uh, yeah, we're in his house every time we do the <laughs> every show. Every single time. I think we might have mentioned it before. No, absolutely not. We've been we've been hiding it in like grand ways. We've gone through like a lot to actually hide the fact that we're in Bobby yeah. and Harriet's house. Okay. We put a big... like this castle that we uh, do this podcast in. Yeah, we put the sound of Big Ben tolling. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we go, we're recording live from Westminster. That's quite but cool. Bobby, if you yeah. want, we'll tell everyone that we're in your house and we'll give them your full address. <laughs> yeah. Do you know how nice it would be to have people show up and just want to spend time with me? Aww. That's what we do. That's what we that's More why we people. started this podcast. This isn't real. Why don't you remember? My memory is dog shit. I just like I don't I, I, I can't recall like if I sat here for 20 minutes and we talked about it after 20 minutes I'd go oh yeah that but it takes me so long to just kind of remember yeah. how I don't know I think I do I that work. as well I think my brain is I'm such an anxious person that I repress things that I don't need to repress yeah like, it's not just trauma my brain is like let's just we'll get rid of that <laughs> yeah, yeah everything we'll it's chuck all everything gone. out yeah it's but all don't you gone. feel like there's then some stuff that you remember that you're like I don't need this like yeah. just, I have a lot of useless stuff. I don't have any memory memories, but I have a lot of useless knowledge. That sounds most... like a, that. Co- I think you oversimplified. I'm sure you have some memory memories. <laughs> no, she's got no memory. memories. <laughs> I have no memory memories. Yeah. Yeah. I'm constantly like, like, like I'm constantly like coming online. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, where am I? <laughs> oh God! It's like you're like you're like that yeah, identity yeah. all the time, but there's no yeah. backstory. Yeah. Yeah. Every time Mickey enters a room, she screams. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, whenever Harriet, um, who's my wife, for anyone who doesn't know that, <gasps> but whenever she'll wife reveal, she'll <laughs> say things where she's like, "Oh my god, a year ago today we were at this restaurant. It was so great. You, you remember, don't you?" And I'm just like, oh, "I can't bear to tell her that every time I don't know what she's talking about." Yeah, I have that. With, wow, so with it's just the... it's just a foundation of lies, hey? You're yeah. uh... well, you can't. No matter how much you intellectualize and say, I don't remember because I do remember a lot of my best gigs. <laughs> you know? I okay. Remember, so there is clearly my brain has a, an important file and our yeah. gigs are not getting into it. They're not making you like, feel as good as your best gigs. Clearly, <laughs> yeah. I do have some file in my mind that's like, no, no, we yeah. got to remember this happy one. And I don't know what's happening. Your self-esteem has to get to a point where you start saving it. Yeah. And Harriet does not give that to you. Yeah, not quite. No, no. It's, yeah. a, it's a little alarming that we've asked you to come on and tell stories about things that have happened no, to I you. Pre-prepared, I you... pre-prepared. I pre-prepared. Okay. Considering I, you I, don't remember. You don't I, know I, what you're going to say. I, I waded through the fog of my mind and it Ooh. took a while and then I found some stories. Great. I'm excited. Do you have like a big thank fuck for that near miss moment? Yeah. Tell us. Okay. So when I was 25 years old, I was living in Canada and uh, I don't know how far to go back with the story, but I had, I had done a tour of Western Canada doing stand up, and it was bleak. <laughs> like, like it's just like mm-hmm. just i don't like it 
So I was there for a month, and then I thought, I have to leave Canada. <laughs> the whole of Canada. I have to Canada leave to this you. nation. So I came back. I decided I need to save up money to leave the nation. <laughs> and uh, I, I got this job, and I worked for a company that I cannot specifically name. Mm. Google. Because <laughs> I worked for Google. Is it Google? Know. Because Should we call I it want to talk about the uh, I want to talk about that company and this woman loves to sue. <gasps> so woman I worked for a catering company, and while I worked there, the Good. boss, the boss of this company, we w- what we did was we delivered food to kids, so it's to schools. So we I drove a van and I drop off meals to children at these schools. Like Santa. Yeah, like Santa, right? <laughs> I yeah. was going like Jamie Oliver. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're not the same guy. <laughs> like Santa Jamie Oliver. Yeah, like Santa Jamie Oliver. And uh, this lady, um, turns out what she was doing, was she if it was a Jewish school, she'd be like, oh, yeah, the food's kosher. And if, it was a, <gasps> if it was like a Muslim school, right, she'd be like, oh, this food is halal, right? All of it was like bottom-the-barrel shit food. She was just lying to everybody. Oh, my God. We'd deliver the food, and like you'd put like the thermometer in the food, and they'd say it has to be above this certain number, right? You can't do it. But it never was. You just yeah. kind of like... We were meeting no health standards. Why so does she you... love to sue? She should lose every time. You, the business was completely failing. Like, the, the economics of it just didn't work. You're renting a warehouse. You're renting vans you're renting you're paying like 20 staff members all to deliver like i probably delivered like 150 tiny meals a day like it's just the economics the business were not working this is a completely different podcast right this is like a this is a cult reveal like escaping nexium totally. like totally i think is. we should do a 12-part series I on promise- taking down this company yes uh, we, we it did she did get taken down completely <gasps> no way um she, she was a complete con artist ironically she was an amazing cook. So I see how in her twisted sociopathic mind she thought I should have my own cooking yeah. company, catering company, because she was good. And was, was it Gwyneth Paltrow? Yes. <laughs> I worked for Goop. That would be a great twist for uh, The pussy candle was for... my idea. <laughs> That's I what said, you were feeding listen, to the children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, although, actually, she was, wearing a, she was wearing, like, pajamas and they caught on fire, and I thought, burning... Pussy. What if we bid your pussy a candle? <laughs> that scent is lovely. Yeah, we yeah, should yeah, market yeah. that. So how does this result in, in a near miss for you? I'm getting there. Okay. I. He's a storyteller. Let him. I'm in. Well, if I told the near miss at the beginning, there'd be no podcast. Oh no, right? no, that's this is really good. No. Sunil did that and it was terrible. Yeah, I was just trying to get. I'm, I'm, I was just trying to get us away from Gwyneth. I know I took us to Gwyneth. I'm trying but... to draw this out because obviously if I, I just love tell that the thing. Okay, yeah. so I'm. Riveted. I, I'm gonna get to how this woman being a con artist. So she, we are all thinking, how do, how is she getting this money? It turns out before the business ever started, she thought, I want a catering company. She went to a bank. The bank was like, we're not giving you a loan. You just went bankrupt. Mm. The woman who worked at the bank, That's a smart however, bank. The woman who worked at the bank was a bit more amenable. This woman got to know the woman who worked at the bank, and she said, Would you like to help start my company? And the the woman at the bank gave her a bit of money. But then every couple months she'd go to her. Every so, oh, is that how it works? That's how it worked in can this situation. Can we do that? You can just flirt your way into a loan. And then she kept getting more and more money from this woman. Then this woman was in, right? So every time the business was about to fail, <gasps> if the business failed, she would get none of her money back. But the but the the psychopath boss would just say, "I just need a bit more." 
Oh. In the end, I imagine this is where all of my wages came from. Uh, the woman gave my boss four hundred thousand dollars. Oh my god! Oh my god! In total, or in like a big, like that in was total, the final over, over the course of a few years. Oh, she wasn't a rich woman. That was my two mortgages. God. She's like Holy ruined her and bankrupt herself doing it. That uh, is crazy. But just talk to one friend. This is the, that's the moral of that story. Getting caught. Mention it to one mate, mm. and they'll go. That sounds stop stupid. Stop giving her money. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you stop? There were parts of the job I liked. I, I got to drive around in a van. I, but the problem was the company would always be running behind, so I'd have to speed to catch up. Uh, so I got quite a few speeding tickets. And oh. you had to pay them? Uh, you do have to pay your own speeding tickets, yeah. Oh. I, I, I'm not, that makes sense. I'm not like a cop. You yeah, know, yeah, where yeah. they're like, you had, to, you had to speed for the job. I, I, I have absolutely yeah. no idea how life works. I'm not going to lie to you. So you that I, makes perfect sense, actually, now you mention it. <laughs> you speed, you pay. You yeah. can't break the law. I understand. You can't break the law for a company. Okay. So I paid the speeding tickets, but it got to the point. I was young and just didn't know how speeding tickets worked, or else I wouldn't have sped. But like after a few of them, they really don't like you having a driver's license anymore. Yeah, yeah so, they do um, try and intervene at that point. My driver's license was suspended. I didn't know this because I didn't open my mail. Ah, so you uh, kept speeding. So I just kept speeding. And one day I was speeding and I got pulled over probably for the fifth time within a few months. And uh, they were like, hey, your license is suspended. And you were just speeding. And I... <laughs> and you were driving at all. Yeah. I, the thing is, I really, even though everything I just said about this job, I was banking money. And I really already knew I wanted to move here to do comedy. I needed this job. I had a plan. And I knew if I didn't have my license... I'm fucked. Yeah. Right? So, I know I'd like to say they were fake tears because I've cried fake tears before to get out of other speeding tickets. <laughs> In this case, how many speeding tickets? They were In your life, have real do you tickets. think you've had? While working for this company, I was pulled over over 10 times. <gasps> oh I only God. got half of the times I got out of it by fake crying and being really sad. And sometimes real crying, depending on my emotional state of the day. Mm. In this case... Canadian was, cops are so nice by the sound I of know, things. they really are. <laughs> a white guy has advantages. I don't know if that's been mentioned lately. <laughs> um, but doesn't the van... Don't you feel like the van would, like, balance that out? Like, being no. a white guy in a van? But you're like, still a actually... guy at work, you <laughs> yeah. know? You're a guy at work. Everyone it's relates feeding the to children. That. Yeah, There's you're feeding certain, the children. Yeah. But, so, I get pulled it's all over. kosher. They're like, hey, you have no driver's license and you literally can't drive away from here. Okay. And I just cried until they let me drive away without a license. And it completely worked. They just felt bad for me and they said, okay, don't drive anymore. And they let me commit a crime and drive away with no license, which blows my mind to this Promise day. after this journey, you won't drive anymore. And now, be honest. Did you continue driving? Here's what was amazing. The next day, one of my co-workers' vans broke down. The boss did not have the money to fix the van. Therefore, me and my co-worker, who is a good friend of mine, also named Bobby, weirdly. So Bobby and Bobby 
we were both put into the same van. <gasps> and while I got my license back, he did the driving. It worked out amazingly wow. in a way that I could have never imagined. That's great. That's the movie. Then. <laughs> That's that cinema moment. Then I saved, I was able to keep saving up money. And because I was able to keep saving up money, you know, mm. I was able to move here. And that's my life has, you know, I've been here for 11 years now. And I really do think if in that moment I would have my driver's license taken away because I had a car. I drove yeah. everywhere for gigs. I think that would have really fucked things up. Maybe I would have came a year later. Maybe I if never would If you just had a slightly like more ruthless cop be yeah. like, no. And maybe I would have never met Harriet. How? I wouldn't have a child. I don't know. The, How did the you ripple. not get arrested? I think I reminded them all of themselves a little mm. before But it's they... just weird because you were taking your job more seriously than they were. They really <laughs> were not taking their job. I just didn't know. I said, I didn't know my license was suspended. I didn't get a... They said there would have been a letter. I said, I didn't get a letter. I did, it turned out. <laughs> I almost... when I Just before I moved to London, I almost got this job. And uh, that I, I don't know why I was going for this. It was to be a, a, an agent for classical music. No, of course. Yeah. What? I just went for this job. I don't know really why. Whenever it makes no sense. Whenever we speak, I do think. <laughs> has Mickey thought about being a classical music agent? Do you have any experience with classical music? No, but I got really far. I got, I got, it was like the last two people. It was like a really big company in the Netherlands. It was like the last two people. Wow. And, uh, so and you, I, so you say to like cellists and stuff, like, like, I'm gonna make you a star, kid. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah. And hey. I would have done that, and I would have, I would have been like constantly chain smoking, <laughs> you know. But anyway, I just was like, I got really far, and I sometimes think about that of like, one, if I'd gotten this job, what would I have done? Like, I have absolutely, <laughs> I have no experience. I don't even know really anything about classical music, and uh, and but also like, would I actually have moved here? I don't know if I would have because I, I feel like I would have just done, I would have just done that. Have you done comedy in Dutch? No. This is before I started comedy. But, but this is when I was thinking about doing comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think, like, you you know, you'd talk to us, you'd sit down with some bassist, and you'd say, <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, I think you're good with those strings. Yeah. And I was thinking, <laughs> you should play in this band that does shit like what you do. And he'd say, all right. And then you'd talk to this, like, Harpoonist. Yes. Is that, a, is that an instrument? Sounds harpoonist? like you should have gotten yeah, this job. Yeah, a harpoonist. Whatever, you know? Yeah. And so you'd say, uh, hey, you kill out there, you're man. Gonna play, <laughs> you're going to play out. this instrument. Have you thought about playing in this same band the bass guy just played in? Because they're jo they just play in bands with other classical music nerds, right? Oh, yeah. they, they're orchestras, though, aren't they? They're, yeah, bands. Yeah, but they're, yeah, they're, they're big bands. Big bands. Yeah, cover yeah. bands. Yeah. They are they fucking do. cover bands. <laughs> way too much fucking credit. That's yeah. a very good point. Nick. Yeah, you're way right. Too much fucking. Write credit. your own shit, man. Yeah, I, whatever... I said I didn't know anything about classical music, or do I? Mm. They're what? all fucking cover bands. Whenever yeah. somebody's playing, if you saw like um, like an ACDC cover band that was pretty, still pretty good, you'd be like, wow, it's still fucking cover band. Yeah, but yeah. then somebody plays classical music, and we all have to be like. Oh my God! Yeah. Wow, Beethoven's amazing. It's like yeah, Beethoven's really doing the heavy lifting. You yeah. should have experience. seen him live. Yeah, this is not even yeah. the original Beethoven. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, that's a bad wig. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever cried your way out of a situation? Yes. Uh, I almost yeah. didn't uh, graduate both high school and uni, and I cried 
my way out of that. What are you talking about? I cried at my oral Dutch exam um, because I had not read any of the books that we needed to read. And I had a real panic, obviously, because I hadn't read any of the books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, I uh, cried. And then I said my my home situation was very um, trying. It really wasn't. That was really bad. That was a lie. I really think about that all the time of like, and then they gave me like a C. They were like, all right, fine. And then uh, I did the same for my uni oral exam. With the exact same wording. You also say my home situation is very trying. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> well, you have to stick to that line now, right? Yeah, yes. they were like, why are you speaking they English? They all get and together and I said it in Dutch. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? I thought I had a real dumb thought when you were talking about your 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 Dutch oral exam. Mm-hmm. Where I was like, but you speak Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why yeah. were you having problems? Yeah. What? <laughs> this is freaking me out. Oh, my God. Yeah. So what? Okay. That's actually how I passed the exam. They were like, no, you already speak it. So yeah. You're actually, you're, you're actually solid. Well done. A plus. Yeah. I, I think that's Just stop great... speaking English and you'll be fine. <laughs> that's a great lie. My home situation is very trying because what it does is you let someone use their imagination and then yes. look at you and think, what's the worst thing that can happen to this girl? And then they'll imagine that's what's yeah. happening to you. And, and then, then you just they slowly... Project, whatever. You know, now they feel sorry yeah. for the idea the horrible things they think are happening to you mm. that you haven't lied really your home situation could be trying just because like i'm having trouble sleeping at night yeah yeah it's, but it, it, it could be like you times. have all these books to read and you don't want to yeah. and it was, <laughs> but it's really awful I, I i i wake up in like panic sweats for both of those all the time really are you crying <laughs> Yes. Mickey's suddenly crying. my home situation is very <laughs> trying does, yeah. um, uh, but it's sad though because when your home situation is trying, mm. will they believe you now? Have you cried wolf about your home situation? No, I, I do think there must be some teachers that were like the Overman household. Uh, there's actually a yeah. lot going on there. Yeah. And uh, there really wasn't. I cannot emphasize this enough. They're thinking about you now. Like, Nothing going she's on. She's done so well to get out of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder she moved countries. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that yeah. only emphasizes mm-hmm. that. Oh, my God. I was once uh, in a laundromat. <laughs> and uh, me and my co-worker at this company I was talking about the catering company another one of my friends who I got a job there we were uh, we were talking about this guy we worked with we didn't like I think his name was Craig and we were calling him like cunt rag I don't know really creative original <laughs> shit you know and, uh, that's good oh, that's good I've never heard that before this yeah. woman came in to the laundromat and we had some like pleasant small talk and then she left. Like, I definitely heard her close the door. And as a joke, I said, oh, that lady's a fucking cunt rag. <gasps> and then I turned around, and she was just still in the line. Oh, staring no. at me. And it was the most... Now... Was she... Was the expression on her face, like, really sad? No, no, here's why I don't know. What I did was I turned my head enough to... I could just see, like, the vague outline of her figure, right? But then I just turned my back away from her and waited till she left. Said nothing. I just didn't say anything. I'm like, nope, I don't know her name. I'm never going to see her again. I'm not diving into whatever I've just done. I'm just pretending it didn't happen and letting her think I'm a terrible person forever. And that's what's so I'm I'm more okay with that. Oh. It's like, listen, I was driving my car late at night. Yes, I hit a kid on the bike. Yeah, he's probably down oh, the road. No. But I'm driving away. I'm actually proud of you for not doing anything because I feel like 
many of us would just have the don't you have like the instinct that when something that terrible happens you want to double down <laughs> I well, do. I feel that way yeah, all the you, time. You're a you're fucking cunt. <laughs> I'm glad you're still here. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't you have that instinct? I'm just no. like, when something so bad happens, sometimes I'm just like, oh, we have to just burn this, <laughs> like, yeah. burn this bridge. Yeah. yeah. I hope you have yeah. to live in a laundromat. You yeah. fucking clothes <laughs> yeah. having bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Not I, saying anything is 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 better. I had well, once when I was like. I must have been about like 10 or something on holiday with, I don't know, I don't think I've told this before, on holiday with my family and then another family and the the you know, like girl of that family, that she was older than me, a couple of years older, and she'd brought one of her friends along with her. And this girl's grandmother, like she was getting calls saying like, your grandmother's in hospital, she's not very well. We were sat having this food and she's really upset. Everyone's comforting her about it. And I think somebody said like, you know, try not to worry about it tonight and you'll call and get more information tomorrow. And my 10-year-old brain, I don't know what happened, but, but I went, wouldn't it be funny if you woke up tomorrow and she was dead? <laughs> and, and I said that out loud. My brother looked at me like, what the f why did you say that? And I was like, I don't know. I really expected it to get like a big laugh <laughs> around the table. You're going for I it. I really You're thought it'd be like, it. yeah, like, oh, how, like, nobody would expect me to say this. It'd be so funny. Yeah. It's so not funny that it's just not okay. I think it's amazing. It was, I mean, so it's funny in hindsight. From a 10 year old? <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if you woke up tomorrow and she was dead? Got a huge laugh in the room this time. Huge, yeah. I would have said, pleased. Funny if she woke up tomorrow and you were fucking dead. Yeah, yeah. that's well, actually a better good, joke. It's a bad thing you're not writing roast jokes for the twelve-year-old that I was in France with. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Rag. <laughs> <laughs> so before we hear your sliding doors moment, Bobby, we've had some listeners near misses. Very exciting. Thank you for sending them in. This one is from President somebody who is President Joe Biden. Pretty confident it's Joe Biden. <laughs> Uh, uh, they say, hey guys, love the pod. You can never have enough talk about disaster. Yes. Well, here we go. I'd just gotten off the bus from school. I went across the street. This feels very American to me. Yeah, school, school street, bus, yeah. American. Super American, yeah. That or very Thailand. American. Could be Thailand. <laughs> Uh, I'd just gotten off the bus from school, went across the street, and I heard screeching. A woman was shooting a banana out of her vagina. Oh, my God, it's Thailand. <laughs> it's Thailand. <laughs> um, I'd just got off the bus from school. I went across the street, and I heard screeching. I turned to see this white BMW bellend speeding through my tiny village. Wow, oh, that's British, isn't it? Yeah. Coming right for me. I stopped in my tracks, completely stunned, watching it get closer, and then I felt a hand on my shoulder. This kid I barely knew grabbed me out of the way at the last moment. The car passed and hit my bag. So it really was that close to what could have been a very bad day. I said thanks and never spoke to that kid again. So if you're listening, thanks, dude. <laughs> Big love to you both, and thanks for the joy you bring me on my commutes. Aww. That's nice. You know what I like in this story is that they were like, what could have been a pretty bad day? It's like death. You're yeah. describing death. It could have been a super bad day. Yeah. <laughs> BMWs are expensive. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, either death or a lot of. We assume the BMW person would have sued you like uh, the woman in uh, Bobby Star. Imagine get, one day you get to drive a BMW, and the next day some little kid who can't stay off the road ruins your life. Yeah, exactly. Why uh-huh. were they just standing okay. on the road? They were crossing the road. Oh, I I, thought, I, I just they... got off the bus from school. I went to cross the street and I heard screeching. So this, the, it sounds like the the BMW bell end was speeding it through the village. It also sounds like you maybe didn't look both ways. Mm. Well, I, it sounds there's no mention of I looked both ways. Bobby and then screeching. It's yeah. just I walked onto the well, road. Well, we need to know whether you look both ways. I owned the street, and guess what? Mm. Car. The road is for cars. Yeah. It sounds to me like this <laughs> very, car, very American, is going too yeah. fast. <laughs> And uh, maybe when they started crossing the road, they didn't see the car, but the car was then kind of came out of nowhere. So Where? I, I've I've seen some cars. And okay. If, if you're like, if how many cars, cars have like, you seen? A ballpark. Thousand. If a car <laughs> is like 500 meters away, I can see it. So the idea that she doesn't see the car, or he, or Joe Biden. It says <laughs> here that the car was 600 meters away. Okay, the car is 600 meters away, <laughs> and then within three seconds is there. That means the car is traveling at like. A couple kilometers a second. And listen, listen, I don't know how old this kid was. I'm fascinated by do you think the kid that saved their life talks about it all the time? That'd be so annoying. Only never, (laughs) never talk to them again. Never get a thank you. So not only do you walk into the road and try to ruin this nice man's life who's driving a BMW feeling cool because he's driving a sick BMW, yeah. Now, some other person saves you after you walk in front of a car and you never speak to the game. I mm. think you need to look in a mirror. But please, <laughs> please like and subscribe. to Recep. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to the podcast and thanks for writing in. You seem yeah, really nice. This lovely person who's <laughs> written all these lovely things. Bobby just absolutely Take a long, them. hard look in I'm the mirror. I'm sorry for shitting on your listeners, but this one particular yeah. one who chose to write in they I, they seem like they are perhaps the cause of all their own issues. I don't know though. I think <laughs> I think people that drive BMWs are particular assholes. What if yeah? you could really afford one though, and someone gave you a deal? Like what? If yes, someone... but then I would have enough money to murder children, Bobby. Yeah, that'd be cool. I could it? hit as many as I wanted. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'd get you away could do it with for it. Sport. The best thing when is... somebody comes over and goes, "Hey, you've just hit another kid." I'm sorry, I didn't get a letter. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't know. That's called, that was the best thing about being a diplomat. If I could do anything in politics, I'd be a diplomat. Mm. Because I was like, I'd kill children. No, because then they send you to other countries, right? And you're just allowed to commit crimes in those countries and they can't prosecute you. I know, it's amazing. I saw that on The Good Wife. It's, it's great. <laughs> yeah. Listen, that's wow. what you just what did. A life. A, what you just did was a Matt Hancock moment. Like when the, when Matt Hancock figured out the vaccine strategy and then they're like, Oh, Matt Hancock, where'd you get this? And he's like, I watched the movie Contagion. <laughs> and that's when I realized we need to get vaccines early. And it's like, no, no, no. You would actually seem like you kinda know what you're doing if you just said it was your idea. Just say the word scientist. Yeah, yeah. Just, just say I know a scientist. It, it doesn't give anyone confidence if you say you just saw a movie and okay, thought fine. of where you should take the name. Fine, nation. Bobby, I just I just wanted to plug the good wife, okay? Uh Bobby, do you have a sliding doors moment for us? I think I have a sliding doors moment. <gasps> Go on. When I first moved to England. I had nowhere to live. One of my friends, Pat Bircher, let me sleep on his couch at a house in Streatham Hill. And this house was a dilapidated shithole. For some reason, the rent on this house had not went up since the 1980s. 
So it what? costs a thousand pounds a month to rent a five bedroom house, <gasps> which doesn't make what? any sense. This was this was eleven years ago, but still, even then, that was crazy. That is crazy. So they had five people living in the house. Everyone paid a couple hundred bucks. It was bliss. I was sleeping in the couch for a couple days. I thought I want to live in this house because. Obviously, having no financial pressure would be incredible. It was like a shithole, but I was a single young dude. I didn't care. Yeah. So, uh, but the house was full. But then there was some tension between this guy, this comedian named Nick Sun, and this angry lady named Marta. But Nick, they had a, they had a very strict cleaning rota at this house. And Nick <laughs> Sun, I'm not sure. Yeah, they were really polishing this turd and <laughs> nixon uh, is nixon such a fascinating a very funny comedian he, he uh somehow accidentally broke a fridge i think and it's a hard accidental break isn't it a fridge no no, no. he was trying to clean the fridge or something and this, um, uh, the, the fridge was fucking old also. yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and he also left some like food in a sink which i mean i do every day so those were his crimes oh no those were his crimes and Marta had just had it. Yeah. And kicked him out <gasps> for that. Without a trial? There was no trial. No Nixon trial? Like, we want Nick out. Wait, so you just, so it just happened to be that you were there at that I time? I happened to be there Ugh. when this guy got kicked out. And then my rent for like five years was 200 pounds a month. And then Harriet moved in with me and our rent was like 180 each. What are you talking about? And... And this is in London, zone two or three, whatever it is. And because of that, we just, for those years, we definitely think about money now, but just didn't have to worry about money. Yeah. Uh, And it was so helpful. The irony is Marta kicked out Nick's son because he left a bit of food in the sink. But what happened after she let me in is every time someone else moved out, I would get a comedian in, another (laughs) comedian in, and then another comedian in. And by the time the house crumbled and was literally condemned... Marta now lived only surrounded by comedians who had completely opposite schedules to her and had a much worse life. All because she kicked a guy out for leaving food in the sink. Oh, that's her God. sliding doors moment. Hor- that, it's actually Marta's it, yeah. sliding yes. This is yeah. how that's, I ruined my own life. Yes. Yeah. There yeah. was no cleaning rota for the last few years. Nixon had that, the last laugh there. Oh, he really God. did. Yeah. Thanks for doing this. Thanks so much, Bobby. You're so great. Those stories were fantastic. Thank you for having me on your great podcast. <gasps> and every week, the three of you showing up my home is a highlight. And I love it. Thank you. Oh, yes. It's a pleasure. You have a, you have a great life. You have a wonderful home. And a great Thank baby. You. And the women. <laughs> the women. <laughs> they are fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby Mayer, everybody. <laughs> that was great. I love Bobby Mayer. I love Bobby Mayer. That was amazing. He's so funny. You know what I love about Bobby is that he has like a really gravelly voice. It is. It's really good to listen to, isn't it? It's, it's a good really, podcasting voice. It's a really good podcasting voice. And it, we have such a nice time in his house every every single week. Yeah, we're in his house. We're in his, did he mention that? I don't, <laughs> I don't know he if he mentioned that we're in his house, but he we're in his house. He really wanted people to know that we're in his house. But it's great because like he's great and every time we see him it's great. He's yeah. got a great baby. Really nice baby. Mabel. Good dog. The worst dog. You don't I'm like, sorry. You don't like the dog? I, absolutely not. You can't say that. I can say that. What if he listens to this? The dog? Yeah. 
Yeah, that would be bad. Put his tiny okay, little dog if you if you listen on. to this, Sunil Patel the dog, and then which he's is the name trying of the dog. to do like five stars with his little paw, but then he hears this bit and he does like two stars with his paw. I normally would say to those things like that's a hypothetical. You don't know if that's going to happen or not. But I think for this one, I can say like you de- that's not going to happen. Okay, well I'm not ruling it out. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'm not ruling it out, Mickey. <laughs> so I'm not, and I can't look him in the eye now. So no, we've been dog? slagging him off. Okay. Uh, we should, oh, we forgot for uh, Bobby to plug his stuff. So we should do that for him because that was bad podcast You should hosting. find Bobby online. Find him online. Bobby Mayer. M-A-I-R. M-A-I-R. Bobby Mayer. And uh, go see his show in Edinburgh. Uh, he is on at Monkey Barrel at 11.05. And the show is called Cockroach. Cockroach. Yes, Shows please cockroach. go see him. He's so, so funny. I cannot emphasize this enough. He's amazing. Go see it. And if you want to, please sign up to our Patreon. Yes, do that, please. Because I, we need money. We do actually need money. We need money to make this podcast. Yes. To bring this podcast to you, we need you to give us just a little bit of money. Or a lot. Yeah, that would be better, actually. Yeah, that's, no, that's actually, a, if you could all give a lot, that would can be Can we have a lot of money, please? Can I just say, it's really hard to do these things non-ironically because like, uh, it's basically begging. It's like the end of the podcast, we do some begging, but we are begging, please give us money. It's like we've done a sexy dance and then we're waiting for the payment. Also, the the episodes that are on, on the Patreon are like really much longer and there's a lot more... Um, um, <laughs> of us in it. There's bonus content. On <laughs> There's Patreon. a lot of bonus content, and we're gonna put more on there. Yeah, and it's raw, guys. It's raw. It's you really, really want to listen it's to raw, it. like poisonous. Last uh, but not least, if you want to send in uh, your own sliding doors story, uh, please email thankfuckforthat at gmail.com. Know you and the fuck is obviously for the kids. Mm-hmm. Or you can go on our social media and follow the link in our bio and that will take you to a series of links where you can listen to the podcast and also fill in a form with your story. So do that if that's easier for you. Sounds it's easier up to, you, to me. It? Yeah. Uh, now Make your own choice. follow Sarah Keyworth online. She is at Sarah K Comedy. Yeah, uh, uh, do that. Do that, absolutely. Also, go see her Edinburgh show. It is called Lost Boy. It is on at the Pleasance. It is on at 5.40. Please go see it. It will be amazing. Thank you. Do the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> go see Mickey Overman. Follow Mickey online, Mickey Overman on Twitter. Is it just at Mickey Overman? Yeah, no one else has this name because I'm special. That's good. And Mickey's show is called Small Deaths. It's at Monkey Barrel, The Hive. 10 past 6 <gasps> every day wow at the Edinburgh F- 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 Fringe Festival <laughs> which is different from the Edinburgh Fringe Festival <laughs> I'm on it the like that's my, I'm on it the like off Broadway version yeah, of it that's, that's my yeah. one sabotage moment it's, it's at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival yeah uh, me and Sarah do clash so if you're only there for one night obviously go see um, pick a <clears> favourite but you know, pick otherwise, your favorite. yeah, pick your favorite. Don't be wrong. And tweet at me that I'm your favorite. Mm. And then, uh, and then, yeah, that's it. I think. Thank you. Thanks Thank for, you listening. for listening. Take care of yourselves. Stay, Stay cool. safe, brother. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Thank Fuck for That. It was hosted by Sarah Keyworth and Mickey Overman, and produced by Dave Murphy with music from Ben Kavanagh. Please follow us on Twitter. We are at Thank Fuck for That with no you in the fuck because we hate swearing, guys, mm, and don't we don't swear. know why we've called it. This. Don't swear. Uh, and you can find us on Instagram with the same name at thankfuck for that. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.